1: Episode number 380. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Step4th Web Marketing, and my stand-in co-host is my company's senior
2: SEO, Scott Van Ack. How's it going, bud? It's, uh, you know, all things considered in the world, it's going really well. Yeah, likewise. You know, family's healthy, weather's
1: good, you know. Oh my God. It's not bad for those that don't know, we're on, the, on Vancouver Island, Scott and I, in different areas, but it's been so sunny. I don't know how I could have handled all this going on right now without all this beautiful weather. It's made it so much more tolerable because we can go outside and get sun, which is a huge mood boost. It's been awesome.
2: Uh, And it's downright balmy around here lately, which is also odd. Yeah. It was, it's been hot and sunny and gorgeous. We've been basically living in the backyard, which is fantastic. So yeah. Lucky we have them. I wouldn't want to be in an apartment right now. I've heard a lot of horror stories that, uh, Yeah. Lots of people stuck in apartments without balconies and in parts of the world where you're not getting out for anything. I
1: feel for anyone listening who is in that situation. I uh, hope you're looking after yourself. Okay. Well, let's uh, jump right into this. Um, We had a, there's a bunch of news out there, but we, um, some of it was rather technical and figured we'd have to do a whole show to get into them. So we're going to get into some of the the interesting um, issues out there that we can Talk about in sort of short bits and bites, and as an update too I talked with John Carcutt and um, he's still in a fair bit of pain uh, I had some um, throat issues um he'll let him decide whether or not he wants to say anything more than that but um, anyways he um, hopefully'll be on the show in a, maybe a few more episodes I don't know it's difficult for him to speak so uh we're we're hopeful I definitely miss him and he misses being on the show so I do Good short talk with him. Again, talk, talking's painful. So anyway, we we'll hope he's doing well. Okay, so first off, uh, Google is launching a new video series to replace in-person conferencing. Uh, what, what is this all about, Scotty?
2: So basically what they're doing is they're doing as everybody else is doing for conferences and taking their person, in-person conferences and swapping them out to be online videos. Um, not a big surprise they would do this. They launched, uh, I think we talked about it in the last episode actually. Uh, video from their November summit was all released online. Um, so I guess they're following suit with that. So oh, got, I
1: see. Right. I get your point. Yeah. The, the title had me a little confused. So, yeah. So instead of conferencing, it's just all online now.
2: Yeah, like, exactly. Live, live so, live conferences. Yeah. I haven't seen any information about dates when things are going to be published or any of that sort of stuff yet. Um, they've got a few of their big names like uh, John Mueller and Martin Split. He did the uh, SEO myths debunked a while back. I don't even know if he's still doing it. Um, to be fair, I wasn't a big fan. I think I watched the first episode and and was like, oh, ah, yeah. whatever, and I moved on. But anyways, he's he's going to be doing some uh, uh, John Brown uh, and Daniel Waysberg, Uh Those names, I honestly don't even know. Um, but the four of them are going to be like the main the main guys putting out videos here. So. You know, it might be worth watching. It, you know, this might actually be a bit of an advantage. I mean, if you're the type of person that's normally going to these conferences, it's kind of a bummer to now have to do it virtually. But if you weren't going to go, now you can kind of take part a little bit and at least see what's, what they're talking about. So it is an advantage to some people. So
1: it's a hell of a lot of money saved, and what lot better, a lot better for the environment as well.
2: Absolutely. And I'm assuming these videos are not put up behind a paywall, but maybe they are. It doesn't, what I've seen about it doesn't say either way. So I'm not sure what the... Uh, yeah,
1: either what way, man, the amount of money and time saved from not having to travel. Oh yeah. Pretty huge. Um, I, 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 tick, I, I know how hard it is on economies, but don't you just love seeing, well, the ones that aren't fake anyway, the, the news about the lack of pollution around the world. And it's pretty awesome.
2: You know, th- certainly the whole situation is bad for the vast majority of situations, but there are glimmers of silver lining here and there, not enough to make up for it. But yeah, you know, I, I try to focus on the positive things. Like you said, the air pollution has gone down. The interest rate on my mortgage is down. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of bad, but if I focus <laughs> on the good, I can sleep at night and at least know that, you know, the world isn't completely crumbling around me. So. Yeah,
1: <laughs> exactly. Okay. Uh, well, it's good to know. So, uh, the next one here is about Google suffering a major defeat. Uh, they're they're going to have to pay French publishers. When you asked whether or not we should put it in, I said, yes, I love hearing about Google get a little bit of a kick in the butt. They they need it once in a while. Uh, so um, I'll be jumping in with some other stuff here, but uh, why don't you fill us in on that as well?
2: Yeah, so this stuff always confuses me. Any kind of legal chit chat is always confusing. But in short of it, you know, Google displays snippets in their search results that they pull from Uh, news organizations and that sort of thing might be imagery or videos or or bits and pieces from articles and so they've been in under fire in france for a while now and in 2019 the government basically or the the courts basically said that uh, google has to negotiate a fair payment system with news organizations to use that content so they opted out to just not display any news and then ultimately uh, most publishers gave them free licenses um, But now uh, in the courts, there's been more of a precedent set that um, Google has to pay fair use for the content they're using, um, which is pretty dangerous precedent for Google now, because if that, you know, that could roll out globally, ultimately, if other countries decide to fight that, um, that could be a pretty big financial hit for them if they have to pay for all that content. Uh, no doubt. So we'll see what, see what happens there. Um, almost makes me want to publish news now just to try to get in there
1: Uh, I'm sure it's (laughs) it's it's nothing probably peanuts what you actually get but
2: oh yeah for sure
1: it's it's interesting I I I don't know it's hard to feel bad at all for Google I mean the profits they make um,
2: It, it always kind of boggles my mind though too that this case sort of ever came to be because I get that Google benefits from using these free snippets but the people they're taking it from borrowing it from whatever they're benefiting hugely. Like you may not get everybody clicking through to your your article, but you're going to get a lot of people getting through that wouldn't get there if that snippet wasn't there. Like I don't see the loss; I only see gains from having Google use those snippets in the big picture. So it's it's I wonder, weird.
1: I wonder what data there is on how many people click through if they get their answer right there.
2: Yeah, it wouldn't be hard to find that data. Like if you if you're a French publisher, you could know pretty quick if uh, it pays pays off or not. Um, Unfortunately, we don't have any French publisher clients that I can look that data up on.
1: Well, back when this was popular, like it was becoming, it was a little bit of a buzz at the beginning of it in Europe when they were going after Google. It was, um, I know there's a few studies um, referenced whether or not they were very conclusive, I don't know. But I expect there's something that says, and I seem to recall as little as I remember, but that, um, you know, a, a substantial chunk of that traffic didn't go through. But even if it, if it did, um, Google is still providing enough information that some people don't. And, and news these days is hard enough to run, I think, just to keep alive, so they yeah. have to support it. Otherwise, they won't have much to report on, or there'll be too few sources, which is way worse. Then it's gonna be easy to game that, and we'll have less insights and opinions, which no one wants. Uh, interesting, okay um uh, this next one's from the search engine round table uh it says google again eat not in the algorithm but hope it aligns with ranking factors so uh what this comes down to is that uh the eat expertise authoritativeness and trustworthiness I believe that's what it is eat yeah you're right yeah um is something that was found in the um, reviewer guidelines, webmaster guidelines, and these are for people to review Google's results to ensure that um, you know they're they're of a good quality. It's almost like they're 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 backup to review and and, and see where there's issues. Um, a lot of people were saying, okay, well there you are. That's what you need to have. You need to have this to get the results. And 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 I don't disagree with that actually to a degree but where they cross the boundary is they said that's in Google's algorithm and that is not the case. Um, you know, that's going too far. It is perhaps the spirit of the Google algorithm in, in some respects. That's how I would look at it. But it's certainly not in the algorithm as it stands. Um, I think authority is huge, you know, ensuring that you have excellent signals, proving that you have earned the right to... Uh, search results. Something that I remember, uh, dearly departed Dana Lucidu always used to say. You know, earn. You have to earn your right to to rank. Um, and it, if you have that kind of authority out there, it, it does. It works. So, you know, in that respect, eat is something that is very healthy to live by. You know, expertise or author, authoritativeness and trust is something you want to build on. You can read all about that. Just type in eat, um, uh, Google eat <laughs> you don't know, just see a bunch of images from the restaurant <laughs> just eat might not be enough <laughs> yeah yeah it does eat no um uh and you'll find out all about it there's a lot of content out there about it and we've talked about it in the past as well so i'm sure you could find a prior episode um i know it's something that that john and i have discussed a fair fair extent and he's had lots of opinions on it as well not that he ever does <laughs> 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 um in any case um so they're just saying that, you know, don't don't consider it a part of the algorithm. Um, it's just a ranking, you know, it's, it's not part of their ranking factors. It's just part of the assessment of rankings by humans. This is what they want to look for, which is a good indicator that that's a good thing to have. That's about it. That's about as far as it goes. Now, uh, uh, next part here I wanted to talk about, I've been doing some um, live video reviews, something I like doing and it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, anyone interested in it, I'm doing it. I I can't put a number out there, um, kind of do it. I'm doing it at heavy discounts right now to help people out during this time. Um, but essentially what I do is I get on the phone, or I mean on Zoom, and I look at the website, I do this live with you as you're listening and watching. Um, and you can ask questions as we share screens, all that sort of stuff. Um, and I just walk through the website. Well, i mean, doing this for a few people. Um, and it's it's been really interesting, but one thing that really stands out is how many people forget to have a solid call to action on their site, or at least something that's not too vanilla like here call now uh, that's not bad. Don't get me wrong, you certainly want that um, if that's applicable to your business. but what other funnels are there? What other things could you get them to do if they don't want to call right now? Perhaps um, you could have them sign up for an a drip campaign a drip email campaign perhaps you could sign them up just for the newsletter uh, you could ask them just to, to like a page or like an article share an article all these things are conversion points but let's get down to the the most basic so if i go to your homepage, i want to see something that uh, i want uh, first of all i want to get there and find what i want to find but what i'm looking for but if you happen to say um, that you or you happen to know the average person's intent when they come to your site, which is a good thing to know. You may want a couple options, a couple funnels that you're going to push them down, just depending on their their average intent. So it could be, if uh, let me try and think of an example off the cuff. Um, I always come back to cars. It's so simple. It, are, are, do you love your BMW? Here are some great tips on how to maintain it, and. Uh, Mercedes owners Um, did you know about this latest recall or you know whatever it could be all little ways to to, to push people into a particular funnel and once they get there you've got really good information they want to see and they're in the right funnel they're in their area then you've got all your advertising focused on that you've got all the content built around that it's a great silo for them to be in they're likely to stick around. They're certainly not bouncing right away. It means they only go to the page and then leave right away because they've moved on. They've gone to somewhere else inside your website. Just think about it when you're designing. And this is a great time to be doing that. When If you're a little bit quiet right now in terms of business, um, take some time and look at your website and determine whether or not there really is a clear indication of what you want a visitor to do when they get to the page. Doesn't mean they may, they actually follow through, but, if you have those options, chances are you're going to get a few that do follow that funnel because you didn't, because you simply have it. And that's exactly what they were looking for. Um, any other, the other things you see in that area, Scott? Well,
2: definitely. and I, I don't want to point out a specific client by name, but we do have one client who underwent a redesign and they saw their leads drop down substantially. And so, you know, we looked into it a little bit, to try to figure out what's going on here. And there were a number of factors in play. It was like a, a whole thing. Um, but one thing in particular is in a particular page or, or series of pages where they generated leads, the old version of the site, the call to action was very clear. Mm. It was, I don't want to say it was in your face because it wasn't, uh, uh, you know, offensive and like blocking your whole page, but it was very easy to find how to do what they wanted you to do. And in the new version, it's one little button at the top of the page. Ouch. That, that you miss every time. Like I, I have to look for it the first time because I didn't know where it was.
1: Um, never should I have to do that. do
2: that. And so like I've, of course, recommended do this like you did on the old version. Obviously, make this change back right away. And there are a number of reasons why he hasn't done it, which mm-hmm. I won't go into because they've got a proprietary system and Ugh. program. It's like a whole, a whole thing again. But, you know, I, it, it's such a clear problem that definitely needs to be fixed immediately and it's not getting addressed right away. So my, my advice really to anyone listening is if you, if you are paying somebody to help you and they give you advice, listen to it. Um, there's a reason you hire help and, um, and, and if you can't do it or won't do it, at least know that it's been mentioned and consider (laughs) it or I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. It's, you know, if, If I go to my doctor and I say I need to lose weight, and he says stop eating pizza, and I don't stop eating pizza, and I go back to him and say I haven't lost any weight, I can't get mad at him for not losing weight if I'm still eating the pizza. You know, like listen, (laughs) listen to the experts you hire. And uh,
1: damn it, I knew you were sitting in on my calls.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, I do. You know, (laughs) no, it's I don't know. It's only the one client in particular who's really got it as a big problem with this lead thing. But um, oh. It makes me say he's such a good guy too. He's an awesome guy. I really like him. Great client, but it, it's not always the easiest. Yeah, and
1: it's hard because you know, they're suffering because they aren't doing these things.
2: Yeah. Uh, just. Uh. All
1: right. Well, let's take a quick break and we get back. We're going to talk about uh, the Google partners program of all things, something I discussed a while ago and I wanted to give a follow up on.
0: SEO 101 will be back right after recess. That's podcast.wmr.fm
3: It passes before it's noticed A slight rising of the eyebrows A widening of the eyes It may be accompanied by an almost imperceptible inhalation The heart adds a beat like a quiet exclamation point on the experience Within a tenth of a second the reaction has passed But not without leaving its mark Someone found what they're looking for Visit IntendedPodcast.com or find us where you get your podcasts. Intended Consequences. Marketing on Purpose.
0: LPO. Landing Page Optimization. Where we make marketers great using design, data, psychology, and attitude. Join our host, Brian Massey, best known as the conversion scientist, as he sits down with leading marketers to help you create campaigns that deliver. LPO, only on webmasterradio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm.
1: Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of step Forth Web Marketing, and my company's senior SEO, Scott Venak. Remember, we have show notes newsletter you can sign up for at seo101radio.com. Don't miss a single link and refresh your memory of a past show at any time. All right, so next up, uh, I forget when it was, but it's been a few months since I kind of railed and ranted about the Google's partner, Google partners program.
2: I think it was early January, wasn't it? Yeah,
1: it's been a while, but they made some changes. No, I think it was actually November, they were talking about what was coming in 2020. Mm. Um, and they were saying that essentially you needed um, a specific level of spend and a specific number of this was this was the kicker of staff that had certified. So if you had twenty staff in the system, ten of them had to have certifications. In my case, because I used i I'd set up my account differently, which was not a problem at the time, never was. Um, all my clients appear as staff, and <laughs> it's like, oh no. How am I gonna fix this? Anyways, I still haven't fixed that. Still haven't looked at it. It's just, it's gonna be such a headache. Um, I guess we should do it, do it soon. At any rate, at least I have a bit of time to wait. Uh, Google has decided to um, delay it till uh, June 2021, I believe they said. Yes. So that's, that's a bit of a relief. I imagine they didn't want all that falling on their heads either. Kind of surprised though. I, I don't see Google really, slowing down watch during all this but hey that's nice of them to do so even if it wasn't for our sake i don't know um so if you're a google partner and uh, you're worried about that this is good news uh on a side note another sort of non-seo but still something of interest um, youtube has launched a video builder it's a lightweight ad creation tool for businesses um, and you know from the search engine line article i'll read off why we care and that is Quote, the YouTube video builder allows businesses with less multimedia experience or resources to generate quick video ads. For more established brands and agencies, it may also be a good tool for uh, quickly testing new messaging and assets. Additionally, due to the ongoing pandemic, in-person video shoots may not be an option. Tools such as the video builder can't be used with existing assets. Oh, cancer, it can be used with existing assets to help brands stay fresh in the minds of the consumers and customers, as well as keeping them informed, End quote." So um, I like that they did that. I know from looking at some other articles lately that YouTubers are getting hit hard. Um, you know, obviously, uh, I guess people aren't buying as much. You would think they'd be watching more. Don't really understand why YouTube's getting hit. Um, I've
2: seen that, the, yeah, the viewership is way up. Yeah. But I guess it's the ad clicks that are way down. Yeah, presumably. people just aren't
1: interested in buying anything, so. Uh, anyway, I'm sure they can weather it. They've got a bit of money on the side. Yeah, so, <laughs> some do. of them are doing are doing pretty well. Some <laughs> of them are doing all right. Um, all right, on to the Mueller files. Uh, Google is fixing an issue affecting large images in Google Discover. This is a search engine journal article very complicated actually. Well, not. it is definitely not SEO 101, but I thought it was interesting because you may have uh, an Android phone or tablet or, or even have Google Discover set up on your um, alternative handset. I'm not sure if it's easy to do that or not, but you may have it. And you may notice that sometimes um, ads or sorry, um, news pieces show up in your results some with larger images, some with thumbnails. and Thumbnails are often broken or, or, or I mean skewed because they were larger images that have tried to be shrunk. It's a bit of a mess. Well, um, the issue as I understand it, again, it's a bit of a read, um, has been how to ensure that large images appear in Google Discover without utilizing AMP. That's accelerated mobile pages. As you can tell, again, SEO 101ers, this is a bit much, but it is of interest to anyone who has um, the interest to, like has a news website and wants to appear in Google Discover. In this case, Search Engine Journal, who wrote the article, but also it's about them trying to uh, ensure that they somehow um, will uh, have the larger images appear in this Google Discover. Images do a lot to ensure a click-through or at least improve the chances of it. So um, I can see why they're, they're intrigued by this. Um, by the sound of things, it went back and forth a few times and John Mueller um, has ultimately said that it's something they're working on. Um, whether or not that uh, will be figured out sooner or later, who knows? Uh, again, everyone's working at, I think, at uh, somewhat of a lower capacity right now, but, um, to quote him, it says, we've been looking into that and there's some work being done from the team to make the information a little bit clearer and to be a little bit more consistent internally with how we deal with these kinds of issues. So we don't have a complete update for you yet, but people are working on it. So hopefully we'll have something soon. Unquote. Excellent. John, your English is getting awesome. I used to have to uh, understandably, because I cannot speak Swedish or Swiss, I mean, but, um, uh, You know, I had to gloss over a word or two, but no, this is really good, man. If you're listening, um, and I know this is one of his podcasts that he listens to occasionally, so that's great to hear. Um, We're moving on now to questions. We have a question here from Dorsey McFadden. She says, I just found out I'll be losing my digital marketing position July 1st. How can you argue with the economy and a virus? You can't. So I refuse to wallow. I'll land on my feet. My question is with the little time I have left, what can I do to boost results such that they realize how beneficial SEO truly is? The one caveat is that they are stuck in pre Gutenberg WordPress build, in a pre Gutenberg WordPress build due to a way, a way overdue to redesign, I see. Sorry, got mixed up with those words. This has stopped me from doing many things in the past. Now it's debilitating for my position. Any ideas would be much appreciated. Oof, Dorsey, tough man. Um,
2: I've been in that position, not losing my job, but losing clients because they're using technology that is outdated and refuse or for whatever reason won't update.
1: Yeah, they're afraid that they're going to lose rankings. They don't have the money to or they're on proprietary systems, which cost a fortune to update. This is why we hate proprietary systems most of the time. Um, So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it, it is not uh, a great position to be in, and I'm sorry to hear that, Darcy. And I know you posted this question a while ago, so I hope this isn't too late. If it is, um, hopefully someone else will get the benefit of this information. And there's not a lot to share, but I think it comes down to a certain amount of reporting. Um, if, if, right off the cuff, if I were in this position, I would be looking at competitors if you haven't already done, you probably already exhausted these ideas, but I'll put a few up. I'd look at competitors that are doing well and compare and contrast the technologies being used. You can use builtwith.com to look at the, the software, the, the, the plugins, all the stuff that they're using and just say, look, look at this. The, the large majority of our competitors are using these systems. And yes, some of them are using WordPress if this is the case. Um, in this case it is. Um, and However, look at the versions they have, it's much newer. Um, look, they're not limited by this, they're not limited by this, this is why they're getting better results. Make a case of it, make it into a re- flippin' and report and just make it so clear. And, and then, hell, your job's already in line, so why not put it even more to say, if you give me the ability to do this work, um, I can, I hate, I never use the word guarantee, <laughs> um it's like a swear word to me but y- something similar. <laughs> um uh whatever. I can what assure
2: you, we- you that. Yes,
1: yeah. I can assure you that you will see a, a, a an increase of at least this much um in in terms of rankings in terms of traffic. Um the hell, put your put your butt on the line, even more. And see if it's a bite.
2: Um that's one way. What else would you do, Scott? Well, I think one of the first, like if I knew that I was done for on July 1st, no matter what, I think I would probably approach them and be like, what can I do to prove my worth? And and just ask them, put the question right back on your, your employer. Be like, what benchmarks do I have to meet for you to not let me go? You know, if I can increase sales by X percent or traffic by X percent or leads or whatever by a certain figure. Is that going to be enough for me to keep my job? Um, the problem and,
1: here is I think he doesn't have that ability because he's been hamstrung by the site
2: yeah. so and, and the- I would definitely bring that up as well I, It's hard to because one of the question the main question I guess is what can I do to boost results quickly basically, and that's almost impossible to ask to answer without doing an audit of the website and actually looking at what problems there might be because in theory, this could be a really slow loading insecure nightmare rat's nest of a site or it could be optimized perfectly barring the or or despite you know the insufficiencies with wordpress
1: you know what i would do i just had an idea and i think this would have kicked ass and and hopefully you're still there and you have the ability to do this reach out to seo experts um you know prominent people that you can say this person works for this company this person knows their stuff it's not just me saying this and get quotes, get a few people, and I'm sure people would help you out on this, and say, you know, these are the issues that I found with this website. Do you feel that um, the site is hamstrung and could do much better if this update was done? And I bet you would get a number of really strong quotes and suggestions. Um, Hell, I'd be happy to do it. I'm certainly not of the caliber that you could find out there, though. I'm sure there's, there's, I know there's many people out there. Um, I would ask Alan Blyweis, he's a great guy um and he's he's out there to help people he always is you could ask him um you know explain your situation and say look i'm looking at this i really really want to keep my job can you help me make this case at the very least you you probably be able to give you some tips um but you i'd be surprised if you couldn't get at least a quote you could put in there um uh, uh, explaining it so uh, i think that would That'd be fun. Be interesting to see how that panned out. Now, if your company simply can't afford it, no matter what, well, at least you've put this on their plate and say, look, if you want to change your, if you change your mind, or if, they're, if you want to get this going, I'm here. I've made this case. I know what I'm doing. And, uh, you know, obviously I'm going to have to look for other work. Uh, if I can. And, uh, but if you want me back and I happen to be available still, let me know. Yeah. Best, you've made a hell of a case. You're going to be memorable. That's for sure. And uh, you'll also have made some inroads with some other SEOs out there that um, are good to know. So I hope that helps Dorsey.
2: And and there's still two months left. You never know. It might some silver bullet might appear that allows results to be boosted by something that was missed by reaching out to all these experts and. Oh, right. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, First I missed that. Yeah. So you you have time. Woo. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, A couple months potentially to, uh, to turn it around, but there you go. I wouldn't, I wouldn't give up. That's for sure.
1: Yeah. Um, if you want me to help you connect with anyone, Dorsey, just let me know. Ross at stepforth.com. That's S-T-E-P-F-O-R-T-H.com.
2: And well, so Ross ahead. can hook you up with me if you really if you really oh, need the one top. That's, yeah, I don't know. He's busy. He's <laughs> always busy. <laughs> um, the
1: last question here is from Jacob Fitzpatrick. He says, what's the latest on the Google My Business short name glitch? Is it safe to use them yet? I was not able to find any information on that. I didn't have time to do a lot of digging, Jason, or Jacob, but I will try and update you on anything I do find. The reason I brought this question up, though, either way, was I still wouldn't do anything at this stage. I think before all this was, you know, all the shit hit the fan, hurting me, um, I think the ability to do short names might have been reinstated, but if anything goes wrong right now, you're going to be a bit of a pickle because Google, my business is running on fumes. I mean, they don't have many people. I as I understand it, they're at limited capacity right now and they've got warnings galore. Anytime you make a change, even to a Google, my business listing that they are not easily, you know, it may take a long time to be applied, etc., etc. So, um, yeah, I, I would suggest not making that, uh, change right now. Wait until things have settled. Uh, and then, you know, hopefully by the point if not much sooner, I'll have some information for you and, and you can be assured that it's, uh, more than likely safe to use because hell it's anything really that safe to use on Google, my business. No, <laughs> it's always a mess. Um, so yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that was, that was fun. I'm sorry. We can't seem to be doing this every week. It's been a bit crazy. Um, but, uh, we'll uh, hopefully see you next week. If not, we'll see you the week after. With that said, on behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Step Forth Web Marketing, and my company's senior SEO, Scott Van Ack, thank you for joining us today. Remember, we have a show, notes newsletter. We can, you, a show notes newsletter you can sign up for at seo101radio.com. If you have any questions you'd like to share with us, please feel free to post them on our Facebook group, easily found by searching SEO 101 Podcast on Facebook. Have a great week, and remember to tune into future episodes, which are at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, every Monday on webmasterradio.fm.
2: Great. Thanks for listening, everyone.